WWCT after further review as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. He is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. Hola. Further review. I'm Derek Lawson here with Frank Vashner and Jacob Lethal Beats as well. Here, as you're listening to some of the premier sports in Northwest Ohio, Southeastern Michigan, and uh, Frank Vashner is now here on the phone lines, and we're gonna talk a little high school football. Actually, it's gonna be pretty much our two segments for this week. Is gonna be pretty much high school football, or not high school football, but one segment is going to be high school football and just high school sports in general. And it's going to be a lot of changes for the state of Michigan and the state of Ohio. But in our first segment, we talk a little bit about the changes that are happening in Ohio. And one big change is, is that the football playoff format is going to be a little bit different from 2019 and 2020 if if we have a football season, which some are saying or, or positively saying we could it goes from eight teams to 12 teams in each region with the first four getting a bye so we'll get the thoughts from frank vashner and frank tell us what your thoughts are well my my thoughts with uh expanding the ohio playoffs from eight to 12 i really can i think it kind of damages the quality of play because I believe that in this situation more is not better because for one thing if you have at least you mentioned the top four teams will get a buy so I mean and then you kind of have to take into account the whole okay we're sitting for a week I mean you might yeah you might have a chance to recover from any injuries and rust up but then how much is that rust going to get to you when you're not playing especially let's say you are the let's say you're the four seed in a region and the team that's the five seed ends up playing a 12 seed and they end up beating them pretty handily. And then you pretty much have no game experience going in. And I think that kind of kills your momentum. And really, I think all in all, it just kind of waters it down a little bit. So you're saying that it could possibly water it down. Now, editors note, actually, what's going to happen is, is that this is going to be 2021 not 2020, but it almost increases the field of qualifying teams from 50% from 224 to 336. Uh, is that too many teams, Frank? I kind of, yeah, it is. Because, I mean, I know we've mentioned before the, uh, how hot is it with the top eight teams in teams per region, which basically in all divisions that comes out to 32. And, I mean, I take it that there's a lot more than 60. Is there the average division? Is there like 64 teams per division? Well, there's seven divisions. I don't know how many. Obviously, the divisions go by how many kids are in in the schools. And with another another problem too that's that's happening is um, 
there's schools that are going to be possibly dropping out because of eight-man football. I mean, there's a lot of schools that, especially the smaller schools, can't really field a team, let alone a competitive team. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know that, too, because I think there was one one area. I think it was Northwood. Be, they ended up playing Stryker in the regular season, and they ended, and Stryker ended up – just dropping out of eight men in mid season. And that kind of ended up screwing Northwood over in terms of not having enough computer points to get in. So, I mean, have teams that are going to be good, like as a nine seed, like your Northwood from last year, or even Gibsonburg from last year. But at the same time, I don't think that's going to happen on a regular basis because I believe when we discussed this previously, Gibsonburg was kind of a unique situation. This is because... this is why I gotta hate to say this, and I and I hate to be laughing, but you bring up the striker thing, and I don't understand why they played this game. It, they played striker. They made it up actually. It was a conference makeup game against winless striker following a weather related Friday postponement in week five. Two days later, Northwood pounded the Panthers sixty five to. In a game that was stopped early because of the lopsided score and injuries to several striker players, um, striker has since become an eight-man football program after going zero and twenty in its first two, its in its two seasons since resuming football. Yeah, and a couple of those beatdowns were at the hands of Ottawa Lake Whiteford, mm-hmm. which is just south of me in Michigan. So I mean, I, so I, I kind of mentioned in the article that the that striker just forfeited, and then that would have made sure to change the computer points up. Yeah, and then the but, thing is that them playing that game screwed them because the Panthers ended up forfeiting their schedule to Cardinal Stridge and then played eight-man against Hill Christian. Later on in this Blade article, it says, had the overmatched and undermanned striker simply forfeited to Northwood, the Rangers would have had their computer playoff points average over nine weeks instead of ten, and would have beaten out Beachwood, who was 8-2, and two, which was the number 8 seed in a very talented laden Region 18 field in Division 5. Yeah. And then, of course, I've, I, bring, I bring up Gibsonburg, who was 10-0 last season, but ended up being number 9. And I'd say if this new format was in place, they would have ended up playing a first-round game against Sherwood view from the Green Meadows Conference, and who knows how that game would have gone, but said that since Fairview ended up knocking off Lima Central Catholic in the first round, Gibsonburg probably would not have won that game. But I know that's something that we had talked about previously, was Gibsonburg, who went 10-0, but the problem was their strength of schedule was not that strong. And you, I think you... We, off the air, you had a reference that when you were at St. Francis and they went nine and one back when it was only the top four teams. The only loss was to a Canton McKinley team who was nationally ranked, but everyone else you beat just wasn't really, it was just having bad years or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would have been. Then now, see, this is where the things get kind of, this is where I don't like the, I personally don't want them to expand this because then you start getting teams like they says, if. There are only five other area teams that would have made the 2019 football players in their respective regions had the 2021 format been in place. 
those teams were Finley, who was four and six. They would have been the yeah. number nine seed in Division One, Region Two. Springfield <clears throat> was five and five. Clay was five and five, which they would have been numbers ten and twelve seeds respectively. In Division Two, Region Seven, Rossford, who was seven and three, which was the number eleven seed in Division Four. Uh, Arcadia would have been five and five, and they would have been a number ten seed. Um, I, yeah, this starts to get to the point where it, it, it's getting to the, like almost like college with the bowl game eligibility. Well, you get six, you win six games, and you get into the bowl games, and then you, you don't get the quality teams that you want. The next thing you know, they go to the next tier, and then. You know, you're going five and seven, and you're making a bowl game. Making the playoffs, to me, especially in high school sports, it has to be, how can I put it? It has to mean something. You know, you put in the work, and, and, you, and you make the playoffs. And I understand it just sometimes in life, some guys just get shortchanged. Northwood. And in in Gibsonburg, unfortunately, you went undefeated, but you didn't really play a great schedule, and and that's what happened. Now, sometimes that's out of your control. You you know you make a schedule and you do try to schedule some, you know, some good teams. Not trying to schedule all cream pubs, but that's 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 the thing. It's just like anything that 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 demands excellence, either a Hall of Fame or playoffs. There's just some people that are just not going to make it, and and that's what makes it, you know, something that's so sweet and valuable. Now you're watering it down, and people can get any, you know, anybody can get in, you know. But some people say, well, when week ten there'll be a whole bunch of all these uh, different matchups, and people will still be interested. I, I still think in high school football by week ten, you're trying to see who's going to get in with the computer points between seven and eight in some regions. You know, it's between five and eight or five and nine or five through ten. A couple teams are going to be left out. But then again, though, there's some teams that could start off the week ten at number five and end up at number eight. You never know. And, yeah, exactly. That's the beauty of it. I mean, it just goes back to what I said. More is not better. And, of course, I mean, I God forbid that this happens down the road in my home state of Michigan because this season – and for football, we're kind of going more. It's not like computer points like Ohio, but it's kind of similar where there's no more automatic six wins and you automatically qualify because that just led to teams scheduling the Jackson School for donut making. Okay, I'm exaggerating a little bit there. But you you had too many teams to say, oh, let's just schedule to get six wins and we'll get in and We'll probably end up taking a beating to some really good team, but hey, we made it. It you're just it's just basically you're trying to it should be quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, you're setting up you're setting up a lot of. I, I think some people have brought up the point that you're setting up either very lopsided games where kids can get injured. Um Maybe in the first round, even though the top four seeds get a bye and you do five through 12, yeah, maybe that could be a little bit more competitive. But you're basically kicking the can down the road of the inevitable of some of these teams are just going to probably much get, you're going to get a lot of more stanky leg alerts. And that's not what you want in the playoffs. You don't want stanky leg alerts. You know, you don't want to see a playoff game 
where it does end up like a a Northwood versus Striker, where it's sixty five to two. You know what I'm saying? That, that just that's just not it's just not worth it. It's not worth putting the kids through another week of practice where let's face it and this has happened all through sports ice high school and up there's just some teams that know that they're gonna have to get that whooping on friday or saturday night in the playoffs and they just go through the motions in practice and that's where things people kids get hurt sometimes it's just good to put something to the end say you know what we tried our best we played a regular season especially after this pandemic where seasons are getting wiped out just be thankful that you have your health you played your season, you just weren't good enough to make the playoffs, and you move on. Trying to get it to expand it and this and that, to me, there's a lot more, I think, cons than pros with it. Yeah, I I, I agree with you there, and especially getting teams that want at four and six. Because I'm, I'm looking at the article that says that in Division One, Region Two, they would have had Centerville, Kettering, Fairmont, Hilliard, Bradley, and Finley, who all were four and six. But, of course, I know some people will say, well, they played a really tough schedule. Well, I mean, props to them for playing a beefed-up schedule and not playing a bunch of, of crap teams. But, again, you're four, four and six shouldn't, be in, shouldn't get you in. And, but it's again, a losing. It's a losing record. I mean, you're you're yeah. four and six for a reason. Once again, you're kicking the can down the street to, to to basically delay the inevitable. Maybe you get a first round win. Yeah. Maybe maybe the second round. But by the time you face a really good, well tuned, oiled machine football team, the four and six team is going to to show up, and it might not look good. I I really think for some people they want that storybook. Uh, ending for some teams where they do maybe go four and six and get in. They you know they sneak into the playoffs and go on on this inevitable run, and they possibly get to the state championship game and they possibly win the whole thing. And you know it, it, it's something that the kids will remember for a lifetime, and they'll be they'll save the paper clippings or whatever. But what's the actual percentages that's really going to happen? I mean that's just small, and it's just you're living in a fairy tale book world. If you really believe that, if your team is bad, you're eventually in the playoffs, going to get exposed. It's just that's just what's going to happen. Exactly. Like, so I guess we're we're just going to have to wait and see how this all plays out come 2021, and. See how many first round stanky legs alert stanky leg alerts we end up getting when we have a, a twelve when we have a twelve seed team get in with a four and six record and all that stuff. Well, I, I wouldn't even say that. I mean, I would think I just think that one it'll be a lot of, probably a lot of blowouts in the first round. I just don't want to see when you start to go a little further in the playoffs. And then you get that matchup where, let's say, Finley's playing uh, possibly uh, St. Ed's or, uh, yeah, or any other type of power. And and it's just like eventually the four and six team is going to show up and it, and, and it, and it could be very ugly. And that's just not that's that's just not good. That's just, you know, I, I, I've kind of learned since coaching that sometimes you 
like you said, less is more and trying to just get every kid in and be like, oh, just give them the opportunity. Well, th- that's great to give a team an opportunity, but don't give them a point of an opportunity to get an ass whooping. I mean, it's just not, it's not fun. It's not fun. I've, I've, you know, I've been, I've coached teams that have given out the ass whooping and I've coached teams that where we've been getting the ass whooping. And it's just, it, it's just, it's, it's not fun. You know, at first, you know, you, you, you know, you're, you're thrilled and you're about to get the victory, but after a while, it's like, okay, guys, you know, we got to reel back the reins here. You know, you don't want to look like a poor sport if, you know, you're, you, you know, putting the scoreboard on fire and blow out the light bulbs. But at the same time, you know, nobody wants to get trounced like that. It's just, it, it's just a, it's a bad way to end the season. I think uh, if you go four and six and let's say you win your last game of the season or your last game of the season was an epic game, you gave your, your all, but you came up just a little bit short, That's you can kind of end a season like that and say, okay, we got some things to build on and we can look into next year instead of, oh, we slipped into the playoffs and possibly in the first round, you get a 65-2 to two on your head. Or, oh, yeah, we got that first round upset. But then you get in the second uh, round and, you know, you get blown out and a kid gets an injury. You know, that, that yeah, no, that's, 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 that's just bad news. Exactly. It is. So, we'll have to, again, we'll just... Have to wait till 2021 and see see what happens. But again, I like I said, this isn't a move I'm a big fan of. Just keep it at eight. I mean, if if you were going to make a change, just kind of do it like how Michigan does, where you take the top 32 teams in each division and then you go and break them up geographically. Mm-hmm. Because that's what that's that's how Michigan is going to do it. They're just going to take the top teams by computer points per division. Well, we have eight divisions, and then then you go and you break them up into your regions, and then from the regions you break them up into districts. Right, and like I said, and later on, if you read in the article, adding the extra teams probably wouldn't have changed the outcome anyway. The the cream rises to the top. And the yes. teams that are good, that are built, that are going to be championship contending teams, one way or not, especially in football, football is a very overpowering sport. If 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 you're the bigger, stronger team, more talented, well prepared, you're going to find a way to win. Especially when you start getting into those later rounds. That's why I said, why have more of these teams get in? When you know you don't, you're not going to have a shot to make it. And if you get into the later rounds, you're not going to really change it. You know, you know, Cincinnati Elder, you know, advanced. You know, Trotwood Madison has always been pretty good in Division Three football. Clyde, the local team around here, they got a D four postseason championship. You know, Kirtland. And Division Five always, always Kirtland is always either in the state semis or the state championship game. I mean, it that's just, that's just what it is. Yeah, and I mean, I, I look at the at Division Five, and I noticed uh, first round what would have been a first round game between Liberty Benton and Cleveland VASJ. Mm. A, I. 
You know, I was. I think Liberty Benton would have probably won that one. I mean, think about it. Patrick Henry. They had three losses, and usually Patrick Henry has a lot of football tradition. But Marion Local has tradition too, and they ended up losing to Marion Local forty to six in the state semis. I mean, if you're a state championship team, you're gonna win. Yeah. So there's, there's, I think eight teams is enough. Um, because four teams. I thought, you know, it makes it, you know, this making the state playoffs really an accomplishment. But I do think, you know, if you're a team like that, St. Francis team that only had one loss, you know, what if? I can understand one or two lost teams. Those are teams that can make it. Maybe up to three losses can make a, a decent run in the playoffs. But you can't be having teams that went five and five and four and six. And you're five, you're 500 to below 500 for a reason. You just don't have enough talent. Exactly. Like you said, the cream rises to the top, but there's really not that much cream in the milk can to begin with. Right. So that's the changes in Ohio. And I think next we should talk about the changes that will be happening in my home state. Oh, the Michigan and the Mitten. Yep. Yep, and uh, there are some changes that are going to happen that should be quite familiar to people in the Buckeye State. Oh, okay, that's right. Next year, I remember, it might be a point system. That'll be interesting to see. Yeah, so uh, you want to go into that now, or you want to take a short break and come back with changes in the Great Lakes State? Uh, as far as football, I thought you were talking about other stuff. with. The- well... Well, well, it's this bit. It does. This does have something that does relate to football, uh, but uh, it's something that's actually familiar to how to people in Ohio. But it's also going to be similar for basketball as well. All right. Well, then we'll 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 go. We'll move on to Michigan in the next segment. So, All right. got done listening to us with the expanded playoff format for 2021. Not 2020, 2021, where they're going from eight teams in each region to 12. (laughs) I'm going to say that's a big fat no for that one. I understand, you know, people want to be fair, but, you know, you got to keep some prestigiousness to your playoffs. You can't just let any and everybody in. And once again, as we've said on this podcast, you're just kicking the can down the road. And delaying the inevitable, you know, if you're not, if you're not a really good football team, it's gonna show against the better football teams. But again, make sure you always listen to us on iTunes and on SoundCloud. Make sure you give us a rating, AFR after further review. We've got a picture of Frank Vashner and the horse's head. When we return, we'll talk a little bit about Michigan and their changes in their high school sports on 88.3 WGTs after further review. <laughs> 